WGN Radio's daily conversation about the life of business and the business of life. This is the opening bell with Steve Grzanich on 720 WGN. We have detected gravitational waves. We did it. You're still celebrating, at least in the science community, the discovery of gravitational waves, something that was predicted by Einstein about 100 years ago. Ben Farr is an astrophysicist at the University of Chicago at BFFARR on Twitter. Ben is with us this morning on the opening bell. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. Congratulations to you and all the folks at the University of Chicago. University of Chicago had a pretty decent role in all of this. Explain to us how you guys were involved with this discovery. Well, we actually took part in a a whole bunch of different uh, phases of the analysis that went into uh, claiming this discovery. Um, we, we played a certain role in the actual detection process, so um, how we actually go through the data and pull out um, times of interest where there might be a, this kind of event, um, all the way to really how we extract all the interesting science out of the, the data that we collect. So we find this, this really loud, uh, it turned out, gravitational wave signal in the data, and then uh, how we turn that into information on how, uh, how we learn more about black holes and, and the universe out of that data. I, I was interested in it because I think one of the team members at the University of Chicago had a great quote last week that they said that now that we've we've heard this, we'll be able to listen to the universe. What does that mean? What what are we going to be listening for? Yeah, the 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 analogy to sound is something we like to talk a, a lot about. Um, Throughout uh, all of astronomy so far, we've basically been totally dominated by having electromagnetic information. We have telescopes, uh, which are kind of our eyes on the universe, uh, which we use to learn more about how the universe works. And so the gravitational waves are kind of analogous to sound. They're they're vibrations in space-time. And so it's like we're adding a soundtrack to the universe for the first time. So we're going to learn a whole lot about the universe that we've uh, never even dreamt about over the next coming years is the gravitational wave astronomy, uh, the field of gravitational wave astronomy really gets kicked off. If uh, the University of Chicago and uh, scientists had stock values this morning, they'd be sky high because this really is opening up a new door to the future. What kinds of things might we learn, do you think? These are the most direct observations of black holes that we could ever hope to have. Um, So we're going to be learning a whole lot more about how black holes are formed uh, the environments that they're formed in and the, the kind of evolution that they go through throughout their lives. Uh, and then on the other side of things, on the super dense matter, uh, we're going to be learning a lot about neutron stars in the coming years. Uh, the binary that we detected with uh, this event uh, was two black holes, but we hope to measure um, neutron stars in binary systems in the very near future. And then we can start putting constraints on how matter behaves at very, very dense uh very, very high densities. And so that's going to be telling us a whole lot about fundamental physics and particle physics. Many people have said because uh, Einstein was right on this, he was probably right on a couple of other things that haven't been proven out yet, like wormholes and uh, those kinds of things. Are, are, are those the kinds of things that scientists will now turn their attention to to try to prove th- or disprove those other things? That's a good question. Um, as far as what uh, theorists uh, are going to work on next, um, I'm sure the wormholes are going to continue to get a lot of attention. Um, for, for us in the gravitational wave community, I mean, this is, this is just the beginning. So this is what we've been working years toward. And uh, being able to use this, this new method of observation is really what, 
what the what we've gotten into the field for. So using it to, to make observations of the universe is, is definitely what we're going to be working on for the next several years, for sure. Well, people who are not in, into science uh, keep asking me, because I, I like this area of, of study, is, well, what, what is a gravitational wave and what, what does it do? Did it hurt Earth? Did, is it going to... Is it going to impact my life in the future? How would you, how do you answer people like that? Because obviously you speak on a different plane than, you know, somebody who's not an astrophysicist. What, what can you tell them about that answer? So, uh, gravitational waves are, um, these tiny, minute ripples in space and time. Um, they're, they're so tiny. They're, they're one part in 10 to the 21, which is, uh, it, we're measuring vibrations in space-time, so that's changes in distance. And uh, to put that into perspective, that's like measuring the distance to the nearest star, Alpha Centauri, uh, which is about four light years away to the precision of a human hair. Um, so, so you can scale that down to the, the four-kilometer-long detector that we measured this vibration over, and uh, it's an incredibly tiny measurement, smaller than the nucleus of an atom by a lot. And so how, how those gravitational waves actually affect us in our day-to-day lives is very tiny. Um, we had to build the most precise instrument humans have ever built in order to detect it. So um, it definitely has not hurt Earth in any way or uh, hurt us in any way. But being able to make such a precise measurement um, is just a fundamental achievement. And uh, what it will teach us about the universe is, is going to be truly exciting uh, and I'm sure going to pay off um, in, in the day-to-day lives of humans at some point. There is this thing about the black holes that, uh, you know, over the last uh, decade or more, we've learned that pretty much every solar system may have one. Uh, I don't know if that's, is that an accurate statement? Uh, we think so, yeah. Yeah. So, and then, so these, when these two black holes collided, they created this gravitational wave. They created, uh, again, I want to make sure I'm right here, more energy than every star in the universe colliding, Right. That's right. For, well, they, yeah, so they, um, they had a peak power that, was, uh, that made that statement true. What is, so I mean, for what, a very brief amount of time. Right. So what does that say about the danger and the power of black holes? So the, the, the power is immense. I mean, they emitted a three, uh, so the, the equivalent energy of three uh, suns, and so they converted the mass of three suns into, into purely gravitational wave energy all at once. It's, it's, in, it's a breathtaking uh, amount of energy, but gravity itself is so weak that the um, the actual disturbance uh, that would be felt by anything closer, even by us far away, is, is incredibly tiny. Uh, so it's an, an insane amount of energy, but um, very hard to actually measure. Why do we have astrophysicists? Why are you doing this work? Why should the rest of the world care? Well, so the primary, I mean, this is this is really fundamental physics and astronomy we're doing, and it, it's it's not immediate necessarily the the payoff that we can see in day to day life. Um, back when Einstein proposed his theory of general relativity, I'm sure many thought that 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 it didn't have any clear implications on day to day life. But uh, now we we depend daily on GPS units, which wouldn't work without our understanding of general relativity. So. Um, really, I mean, it's just partly capturing the imagination. I mean, we're talking about two very massive black holes colliding into each other at half the speed of light, emitting so much energy, three three times the, the mass of our sun in energy. It's just completely mind-boggling. And uh, it, it's just it's going to teach us new things about the universe that we could never have hoped to learn. And it's, it's just an incredibly exciting thing and, and just to better understand our our universe around us. Ben, it's probably been an exciting weekend for everybody at uh, U, U Chicago. Do you guys party like this? Do you have a big celebration? What do you do? What do astrophysicists do when they discover something this big? Yeah, we, we sure like to party. Uh, 
it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's just been it's been great seeing the public reaction uh, to the announcement. We had no idea what to expect, and the, all the way to being mentioned on Saturday Night Live was was a pretty cool thing to see. On Thursday, scientists announced the detection of gravitational waves, whose existence was first proposed by Albert Einstein in 1916. Now it's a pretty complicated idea, so here to explain it to us is Denver Broncos linebacker and Super Bowl MVP Von Miller. <laughs> Let me put it like this. Picture two huge forces slamming together, like, say, me and Cam Newton. So, yeah, we've, we've been celebrating, but there isn't much time to celebrate. We have lots more data to analyze and, and to publish on. So, well, uh, you very know, exciting times. It is. And for, for, for something like this to happen in our own backyard, first of all, the University of Chicago is always, always in the news for great things. But this is one of those, this is another one of those things we can put in the feather of our cap to say, you know what? I live in Chicago, and there's some pretty great scientists that are just a couple blocks away. And so if you were telling an investor or a portfolio manager what areas you might want to invest in, what would, what would those be, do you think? Oh, that's, that's a good question. That's a tough one, right? Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I would say definitely in, in just the the future of gravitational wave astronomy itself. It's it's just the, the very – we just saw the birth of a brand-new field of astronomy um, – the, the analogy was made to Galileo first looking on the, the sky with his telescope uh, during the, the press conference on Thursday. And I, I was taken aback a minute. I thought that was kind of a bold claim. Um, but thinking about it, I, th- I think it's actually true. I mean, we're, we're completely we're opening a brand new window to the universe that we don't expect to close anytime soon. And it's just going to get more exciting from there. So basically anything with astronomy or astrophysicists would probably be a good place to invest money right now. That's right. So universities, uh, (laughs) fundamental research. Ben Farr is an astrophysicist at the University of Chicago at BFFARR on Twitter. Good of you to get up with us this morning. Congratulations again to everybody at the University of Chicago. Thank you. What we've detected is absolutely beautiful. We heard the echoes, the actual gravitational waves from two black holes merging a billion light years away. So there are two black holes orbiting around each other and they get closer and closer and they start going faster and faster until they actually merge in a big burst of gravitational waves. And we've heard that whole process. This really is an incredible event. And the fact that we can do this at all is mind blowing.